Hi everyone, this is Randy Gallinson from the MedChefs team, and this is the final podcast for the first phase of the MedChefs Right Mindset, Right Plate series. And congratulations to all of you for having gotten this far. You're at the point where the skills you've learned are starting to become a part of your daily lives. And we hope you've gained new awareness and are feeling good about the changes you are making. As I think about this change process, what comes to mind is that we're cultivating greater resilience as we discover our own innate health and well-being. And it's fitting to have Rolf and Greg here together for this discussion because though they come from their different disciplines, Rolf from yoga and Greg from medicine, the interplay of these two concepts, resilience and innate health and well-being, are really what powers med chefs. Greg, Rolf, welcome. Oh, thank you, Randy. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're both here. Um, and I guess to start off, let, let's define resilience. I, in the dictionary, resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or change. How does that definition land for you two? Well, for me, uh, resiliency is, is uh, holding on to your principles. Um, when we have become comfortable with our skills and comfortable with our mindset, we're able to stay the course and things external to our internal grounding cannot knock us off track. We, we stay the course. It's a matter of developing that inner strength, that inner will, and the confidence propels you forward. To me, that's resiliency. And so it's not like you're not going to encounter difficult situations. It's not that the pain goes away or, you know, that, that, um, that somehow you now have this easy life. It's how do you show up when stuff happens, when life is happening, as you often say. Oh, absolutely. In yoga, the focus is on how are you meeting and holding what life brings. And so all of the work, all of the training isn't so much around um, – preventing difficulty from arising or controlling your environment. It's more just as Greg was saying a minute ago, responding from your values, responding from your kind of core principles, and then having some enthusiasm and joy for the process, seeing how there's a, there's a wonderful turning point in, to me in the process of cultivating resilience where you start to see life is happening for you as opposed to to you. Yes, that faith that life, yeah. life is here for you. Yeah. And this is, your back. this is so pertinent to nutritional well-being because inevitably we might go off, off diet. And I see people all the time go off diet and they say, oh, I can't do this. But if you have resilience, you're not uh, distracted by those moments. You stay the course. So this is a really important aspect of dietary health. Yeah. Um so if resilience then is sort of the fuel that keeps us going on an even keel, let's go back to the podcast. What are the takeaways from the last month? Well, I'll start with the, the Right Plate series. The Right Plate uh, series was uh, directed at building the skills necessary to succeed long term. So I'll draw an analogy. If you are going to learn how to play the piano, you need to learn how to read music. You need to practice your skills. You need the basic skills in order to succeed long-term. And so coming back to the Right Plate series, 
you learn that knowledge is power. There's so much misinformation and confusion out there on the internet. But in the medical literature, we know what is the way to eat to provide long-term health. So knowledge is power. You learn those skills. You learn also how to have fun in the kitchen, not to be intimidated uh, by the experience. And then lastly, uh, many of the podcasts dealt with um, bringing awareness to that food experience. So often we just eat with, uh, in the midst of distraction, and that's counterproductive. So knowledge is power, uh, uh, being aware, and having fun. Those are the basic skills to propel you forward. And the other part about MedChefs I think that is so wonderful within all this is that there's a wide diversity of choices. So this way of being really becomes yours. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of ways to do this within the parameters that we're offering. Rolf, how about you with your podcasts? Well, um, the Mindset podcasts uh, really sequence three particular skills, and uh, in the first week, we were working on taking three breaths before the meal, and then seeing how taking those three breaths could be something that we bring into our everyday life. You know, something before we start driving, something when we get to where we're going, something before we walk in the door to meet our family, just before we have a difficult conversation with a colleague. It's just a way to um, connect to the present moment. The next skill that we learned was this idea of reflecting as opposed to reacting. And so you can look at the mindset skill sequences. First, there's you're choosing to be in a state of connection. And then the next skill was you're choosing to reflect as opposed to react. And then finally, how do you respond? In the third week, we did the RAIN sequence where we learned to recognize, accept, investigate, and note, really respond skillfully to what's happening. And so there's, so just as the right plate had those three skills, the three skills from the mindset was the choice to be in a state of connection, you know, that habit being formed, the choice to reflect as opposed to react, that habit being formed. And then from that foundation, there's the opportunity to respond from our core values and principles. And what I found interesting about your series was this whole discussion of pacing. Absolutely. I I think that one, I mean, what I teach is yoga and meditation. So these are like physical skills. These are embodied practices. And you're not going to do much with the body uh, without rhythm. And so, you know, pacing is, is key to kind of any form of exercise or any athletic ability that you're cultivating is figuring out there's the pace of a well-told joke, there's the pace of a tennis swing. And so certainly there's a pace of a, of a wisely eaten meal. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the pace of a good week, of putting a good week together or putting a good meal together, putting a good plan together. There's, uh, there's, this, there's, there's pace and then there's also this enjoyment of the spaces in between. So in the mindset sequence, we talked about the breath, how there's the top of the in-breath, the top of the out-breath, and how you're pausing in between, just kind of feeling for those moments. And those are the same moments you're feeling for as you're in between bites of a meal or in between meals. It's like we we may find that we have the habit of eating very frequently and that there's a pace of when to nourish ourselves and that our body needs a period of digestion and integration before it's ready to eat again. And so there's the pace of the week and then there's the pace of the meal, but there's also the pace of the day. Like what is the pace your body will enjoy 
around finding nourishment. Yes, and that is individual to all of us. It's really asking ourselves to be in relationship with ourselves. So this brings us now to the, the whole concept of um, innate health and well-being. And as I said before, I think this is unique to all of us. I, I think of it as being at home with yourself and your body, your way of eating, um, how you set up your environment, your support system, what kinds of movement and exercise um, you choose to do. And it's really about falling in love with feeling good. So Greg, what, what do you see in your practice with your patients around innate health and well-being? It's a, it's a really important concept, innate health. Um, in Western medicine, we are trained to treat disease. And I, I must say, I think we're very effective at that. But there is uh, an, an important opportunity that we're missing, and that is to promote innate health. So what is that? To me, innate health is the, the body is tapping into the body's wisdom, the wisdom of life. There is an underlying intelligence that, that drives life. Um, so for example, we don't have to think about how to heal a wound or fight an infection. That's not something we have to intentionally do or digest our food. There is an underlying intelligence that, that drives that process. And so often our lifestyle gets in the way of that. Just parenthetically now, we're starting to understand a little bit about the biochemistry around that process, the mechanisms, it's the whole field of epigenetics. So often our lifestyle derails our, our opportunities to heal, derails our opportunities to optimize our way of being. So innate health is uh, taking advantage of the body's uh, tendency to holistically pursue a healthy way of being in optimal health. So to me, that is the definition of innate health, and that truly is what MedChefs is driving to optimize. Okay. Ralph, any thoughts? Well, yes, I think um, on the mindset side of the house, um, you know, innate health uh, has a, a bunch of really cool words to it. So innate health encompasses the innate courage of an individual, um, it, the innate kindness of an individual, the innate wisdom of an individual, uh, and the innate resilience, our ability to get up where we've fallen down. is a beautiful, I think it's a, a Chinese uh, proverb which says that we have, we can only get up where we've fallen down. And this to me is what was, it kind of captures resilience, our, our willingness to accept the challenges that we're actually faced with. And oftentimes we wish we had someone else's challenges. I want her challenges or their challenges, but eventually we have to accept, I have the challenges that life has given me and this is where I begin my path to success. I, the obstacles to my path are my path. And so that kind of courage and that, that gumption uh, within the mindset perspective is innate to humans. An analogy Greg used uh, recently was that the gardener just kind of sets the causes and conditions into place, that there's already this capacity for these plants to grow. You're just putting the causes and conditions, a little bit of shade, a little bit of water, you know, maybe some minerals in the soil that, that this particular uh, plant particularly happens to like, 
But there's not a lot the gardener does. Mostly the gardener gets out of the way of the innate health of the garden. And I think MedChefs is, is giving us all a way to kind of get out of the way of the innate health that we have. And what we're doing with the mindset skills is instead of looking at our physical health so much, is it's more an emotional well-being, a mental well-being that is with us always and that we're bringing our attention to. We've been bringing our attention to other things maybe outside of the present moment and we collect ourselves into the present moment and we discover, hey, guess what's there? There's a, there's a wise capacity there. There's a, a great heart there. And there's an enthusiasm for the life that we have already present within us. And mindset is just about connecting to that innate capacity. So, uh, so what, what's next then in the podcast series? Where do we go from here? Well, from the uh, right plate perspective, we're gonna to transition to a different approach. Phase one was a matter, as I said earlier, of building those basic skills. So we had essentially daily podcasts that were short to establish you know, those, those foundational skills. You know, if this is the martial arts, you, you just graduated from your white belt. Now in phase two, we're gonna go on to uh, ultimately the black belt, and we're gonna go deeper into specific topics so the podcast won't be as frequent, but they'll be longer and more in depth. So for example, um, the benefits of a vegan meal plan in preventing kidney disease and literally preventing the need for dialysis or uh, specific details around uh, uh, cholesterol abnormalities and how our behavior can help or, or hinder improvement there. So there are a host of topics that we'll do a deeper dive into in phase two. And we'll have guests. Yes, yeah. we'll have guest speakers, yeah. guest experts in the various so topics. So really learning how our eating pattern impacts specific disease states. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Rolf, where are you going to go with this? Um, well, Greg told me about numerous conversations he's had over the years with his patients and how there's a desire in his patients to learn the skill of meditation, to develop the, a meditation practice. They're aware of uh, the research around it and the correlations between um, a meditation practice and really health, wellness, and um, resilience. There's so many qualities that are uh, desirable that are cultivated in meditation, but in, in our case, for, for the METES program in particular, it's really about finding this capacity to respond with a, a combination of kindness and enthusiasm to the challenges that you face. And so Greg would be asked, hey, you know, I want to start a meditation practice. And he, he couldn't find an accessible, comprehensive curriculum, experiential curriculum that a, a, one of his patients could move through. And so he asked me to put one together. And, and so my phase, the mindset phase two will be a program which I believe, if followed, will allow anyone to adopt a meditation practice and begin to experience the benefits of a meditation practice. What I hear frequently from people is, oh, I tried and I just can't do it. Right, or I, I can't stop thinking, yeah. which is missing the point. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of interest, enthusiasm, curiosity, but uh, I have nowhere to, to, uh, to direct them and obviously, ultimately, uh, this 
will help with uh, maintaining a, a healthy dietary pattern, but it's going to have a lot of collateral uh, benefit as well. Yeah, and that was kind of the birth of MedChefs, wasn't it? I mean, you had no place to direct people toward that healthy eating pattern and the mindset to go with it. So that was the vision originally when you started this. Full yeah. circle. Full yeah. circle, yeah. Well, thanks to both of you. I just wanted to say that for me, the seeds of resilience start with self-compassion, and that opens the door to allow for all the other inner skills to come about. Um, Greg always signs off with the enjoy the journey at the end of his podcast. Um, and so wherever you are in your process toward cultivating resilience and living into innate health and well-being, whether it feels like a big leap or small steps, move with compassion and enjoy. Mm-hmm.